violence and how it is interwoven with the way we teach boys and girls and young men and young women about masculinity and so what that means is that if you're okaying violence as a part of demonstrating or being a man mm. then uh it'll go into many directions so you're okaying the fact that you can be violent to people in your house Mm. and that's okay because you are the head of this household and the protector of it mm. it will okay the fact that you know for your community you are going to be the guarding uh, the guard and the protector and mm. it's okay then to be violent to others mm. and uh, and so like i said if this training into masculinity is is training young men and boys to say uh, to understand that violence is okay mm. to demonstrate that i'm a man that will go across different spaces where they will be violent offering this insight to us is manak matiani the executive director of yp foundation an organization that develops adolescent and young adult leadership on issues of gender based violence and sexual and reproductive health and rights one of the main things that manak does is hold workshops with boys and men to understand how they are being schooled to be men and how violence is an intrinsic part of that education based on your work with young men over the past 4 years in particular how is violence connected to masculinity so um in the last 4 years in particular we've taken like a deep dive into working with men and then saying we don't know enough and we need to go back and learn more and do a research and find out what is really happening with men that uh, sort of makes violence such an overwhelming reality in their own lives uh and what we've realized around violence and masculinities uh masculinity is that fundamentally from when young boys are uh you know starting to express themselves uh in relationships the overwhelming messaging around them having to be protectors of something or the other even as very very young children go protect your sister don't uh, you know the age old thing of don't cry or don't get beaten up and come you know beat somebody up and come back if you have to right uh sort of really makes violence and violently protecting something uh that you are supposed to guard uh okay for young men and boys mm. and desirable in fact it, yeah it mm. makes it desirable and uh and this whole 
idea of um, you know as men the assumption always is that you have power that men are powerful even in our programs we started saying that you know men have more power so we need to make, bring about equality mm. but uh, in relation to women you mean in relation to women sure mm. uh, in gender programming and and what we realize uh, digging a bit deeper is that men don't always have power mm. but they're always taught from early on to have this sense of entitlement to power that is what masculinity is the sense of entitlement that i must have power and if i don't have it then i must get this power or express the fact that i have power in very very violent ways and that's okay for me to prove that i am a good enough man and that's at the heart of you know this training into masculinity actually being a training into violence into how you have to guard protect and demonstrate that you are a man and you will be a violent man if you have to be Back in 2016 and 2017 he and other trainers held workshops with college students in Lucknow these were residential workshops spread out over several days however soon enough manak realized that something was not working one of the impetus of doing the research was that we need to understand men better and improve the way we do programming with men and uh what what we realized while doing this kind of in-depth work with small groups of men uh in lucknow was that men make it very hard for each other to be vulnerable to be able to actually talk openly in a group there is continuously this sense of competition in the room so if you have a story that is about your vulnerability i have a better story or the moment somebody puts themselves on the line the others will sort of make fun of it mm. not allow that to happen mm. and and that's something that we really wanted to get into thing what is it in their socialization that makes this kind of honest conversation in a group of men so difficult mm. so they wanted to know what masculinity was mm-hmm. yeah they wanted you to tell them what masculinity yeah. was yeah and and that sort of that was the other part of it a lot of them came to the programs because they said okay if your program is called uh, if the if the workshop is called mardangi kya hai then just tell us mm. we don't want to have a conversation about it we just want to know the program was basically designed to say you are told a certain idea about masculinity and can you learn to understand where it is coming from so at the end of all of this discussion we've understood the the idea that you know it is linked to violence and we should not be violent and and that you know there are many kinds of masculinity and all of that but then what is it what is it that we must do this made them go back to the drawing board and reexamine their workshops what they realized was that to talk to young men about masculinity it wasn't enough to talk about violence between men and women they needed to talk about violence between men and men between 2018 and 2019 the vip foundation worked on a report called mardo wali baat for it they spoke to an even wider group of young male college students this time in aligarh and banaras as well as lucknow when you were talking about gender based violence um and you're trying to tell them okay this is what masculinity is so you don't need to be violent you shouldn't be violent with respect to your relations with women mm-hmm. uh was that half the messaging did you realize that actually it's much more than just about violence towards gender mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and in doing that research what we realized is that a lot of the socialization of men is happening in groups of men right and so 
caste, for example, is something we cannot take away from this equation on how masculinity is formed. Right. The two big questions for us in the research were, what is it that is shaping the way men think about masculinity? Right. And how do they then demonstrate it? Okay. And in reali- in doing that, we realize there are many things around caste, around religion, around nationalism right now right. that is fundamental to how men are thinking of themselves as men and what they have to do right. to demonstrate that they are, you know, good ideal men in this country. Right. And uh, it was impossible to take that away from the equation, even if we t- wanted to talk only about gender. I see. Because a lot of ideas of gender also got formed or performing your masculinity in a relationship got structured in uh, you know what caste am I what kind of masculinity then I have to perform Uh, what caste is my girlfriend going to be Uh, whether she can be from a more dominant caste or not right Uh, and some things that were very interesting were around you know saying that okay if I have a girlfriend she's going to improve my status in my group of friends so she can be an upper caste uh, or a more dominant caste than me right but my wife must be somebody who I have complete control over right so this idea that fundamentally eventually you have to be in a situation of control whether it's in your relationship in your community in your country Right. Uh, and uh, it's okay then once you're in a position of control to use violence as you see fit. Right. Is something that came out at us from that research. But we also realized in many ways it was just linked to who they think they are. So mm. violence is masculinity. Like being masculine, demonstrating you are male means mm. that you will only do it through violence. These findings helped Manak and other trainers from the organization to relook at their workshops and make changes that would help these young men attending the workshops really change attitudes and ideas. We asked Manak about these changes. We put this word mard on a, you know, the English translation would be stud on (laughs) on this chart paper. And say, tell us whatever comes to your mind. And people typically, boys will say all the usual things around power, aggressive, in control, dignified, muscular, moustache, beard, all of those things that are, you know, traditional markers of masculinity. Right. Akshay Kumar, Salman Khan. Akshay Kumar, Salman Khan, not Amitabh Bachchan anymore because of this generation of men. Right. (laughs) But, uh, you know, all of that comes up on the chart paper. And then you say, okay, how many men that you know fit this bill? Wow. And they suddenly realize not many. Akshay Kumar, Salman Khan. (laughs) Yeah. Akshay Kumar, Salman Khan. Those are the two. Right. And, And so... So it's a stereotype. Exactly. So trying to clarify, this is a stereotype. And that many spaces in your life, you are seeing things which are different from this stereotype. Mm. But still, when you are asked this question, why does only this stereotype come to your mind? Mm. And not the caring man that you see sometimes in your uncle or your father Mm. or the patient man that you see in your teacher. Mm. And so this movement from saying there is one masculinity to saying there are multiple masculinities. Mm. There are many ways of expressing masculinity and many ways of being men. They are all valid. They Mm. are all normal. So it is this attempt to make men vulnerable. The challenge in there also is that it is a competitive world. Mm. And, uh, you know, you're continuously in competition like specifically men around this idea of labor and market and economy and earning an income. Mm. That is the biggest competition that they're in. Especially in such a inequitable, caste-ridden, yeah. you know, class-ridden society such as ours, it becomes even more competitive, becomes yeah. even more difficult to fight against. Yeah. And and the rewards of this competition are very real. Like right. you win this competition and you will get a good job. You will Correct. earn an income. Correct. And, and that's very hard to... So the idea is not to say... 
don't be competitive, but to try and de-link masculinity from that. If that's a journey that we can help them take, mm. then that might be at the root of how we can begin to de-link violence, masculinity, competition, these kinds of fundamental things. According to Manak, it came down to de-linking young men's everyday experiences from the stereotype of what it means to be an ideal man. So if I think of gender, for example, the conversation, so I've started thinking of what is the conversation that we are not having okay. when we are talking to men and talking about men's experiences. Mm. So in the realm of gender and violence in relationships, which mm. is the primary part of what we address, uh, while we are continuously as programmers telling men, you know, understand consent, no means no, don't be violent. Mm. What we are not addressing is how do you have a conversation that can be, you know, asking somebody out mm. in a way that is not violent or that doesn't threaten that person. Sure. Uh, are we really having conversations around how men feel when they are rejected? So when they feel rejected uh, by a woman, when they feel rejected on the basis of their caste, their mm. class, what is it that they are going through? Mm. Why is it such an affront to their masculinity? Mm. And what is the kind of bad, violent behavior they will then allow themselves to do because mm. they are feeling bad about themselves? Mm. If you can have that conversation, which nobody is having, mm. then perhaps that makes it easier for men to open up and be a little more honest about how they feel. The pressure to be a man is constantly reinforced by one's immediate community. This often makes it difficult to challenge expectations. According to you, how possible is it for these young men to, to actually resist the pressures of a community? It's, it's fairly difficult because of a couple of reasons. One is that what we realize when working with men in groups is that because, you're, because masculinity is set up as such for you, as a competition where you have to prove yourself, in a group men will only egg each other on to demonstrate it more and more instead of doing the opposite. Mm. So the idea of our work has been to be able to create this community or these groups of men who are able to resist mm. actually and do the reverse kind of messaging. Mm. And that also perhaps needs to happen at like large scale. Mm. So we could work with small groups of men, but we also need something which is mass scale that is changing the social norm of how we understand masculinity. So basically mobs of non-violent, gender-just, <laughs> <laughs> equitable <laughs> men, young boys and men. Absolutely. That's That's the goal. That's the goal. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming, Manak. It was wonderful talking to you. And um, let's just hope that this is the India that we, we eventually create. If you have any questions, do reach out to me at the Red Dhamini on Twitter. You can also leave your feedback at HT Smartcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com. Bye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.